because there's periods in our lives where we may not be able to provide, where we might not be able to be employed, where we might not be able to be the greatest person because of just, there's a lot of things that happens. I mean, look at the world today. There's so much going on. So we can't always bully ourselves, especially us men, can't always bully ourselves for just being in a hard predicament. Now, if it's our fault for being in a hard predicament, then there's accountability to that, but there's still some grace that comes with that accountability. You are now listening to Admirers, the Healing Hearts podcast. This is a show about self-care, healing, and the topics regarding mental health, because it's okay to not be okay most of the time. I'm your host, Joshua Dixon. This is a safe place where each episode we will talk about certain topics that are often hard to discuss, including but not limited to such as depression, anxiety, ableism, self-harm, suicide, addiction, healing, hope, and the help that is available. I will also be sharing stories, poems, and self-care guides to help in our journey towards healing, recovery, and obtaining hope for tomorrow. If any of these subjects that we explore or topics become too burdensome, please be aware that it's entirely acceptable to take a break, start over, or even discontinue altogether. As we continue to gain knowledge from one another, together we find purpose in fighting for tomorrow's light. It is really good to be back in here and recording for you all, and I'm just excited. this is an episode it took me a little bit of time to to i had to do a little bit of research because i do i want to make sure that the information that i present in this episode is accurate and it's also just like i don't want my answer to not be a non-healthy one so i had to just make sure because i've been navigating this subject matter for a long time and i just wasn't necessarily completely sure whether I was still following it in a healthy way towards like according to certain guidelines or not but let's get to the point an admirer from the admirer community had asked me um can I make a podcast episode about building happiness during the darkest days and for sure because I've probably have had depression since I was about three, four years old when I first saw my mother and father have their like first domestic, like intense domestic violence fight in front of me, physical fight in front of me. Um, and, I, and being called names back then and kind of feeling like that I was a burden in their in their marriage, but I found out later on it's just my dad had problems, but it's okay. So what I can start it with is that life can be challenging. And during these difficult times, finding happiness becomes really crucial. And as we dive in, it's it's important to first acknowledge that it's okay to have dark days. I mean, we all have them and it's okay to not be okay most of the time because life is a roller coaster. There's tons of ups and downs and twists and turns and we all have to experience tough moments in life and it's essential to give ourselves permission to feel and process our emotions fully. Remember, healing isn't about suppressing negative emotions. 
It's about learning to cope with them and finding moments of joy amidst the darkness. It's kind of like finding, it's like dancing in the rain. And here at Admirer, we embrace that, that we want to be there with you on your sad days and on your good days. One thing that I can share to you guys about the significance of acknowledging emotions during tough times is that when we often give ourselves permission to feel and to express our emotions, we prevent them from becoming bottled up. We pre prevent them from being something that can explode and hurt those who we really and truly care about. This release is crucial for our mental well-being, and it allows us to process and to understand what we're going through. In a way, we're building emotional intelligence. If you're being aware of how we're feeling, and maybe even the triggers that may cause us to feel a certain way. Remember that expressing emotions is not a sign of weakness, but rather it's a sign of strength. It's a sign of courage. It's an act of courage. So please note that like if someone tells you like, oh, your emotions don't matter, that that person just obviously is going through their own trauma as well. Especially like when you're facing a particularly difficult period, it's vital to engage in self-care and simple activities such as taking a walk, walking nature, journaling, practicing mindfulness, meditating, uh, following religious practices, or even doing something that you love, like crocheting, like knitting, go-kart riding, playing video games, or even just like lay laying down and staring at the ceiling, which is something I've done a lot over the years. Um, I love to listen to to play music in the background and to just stare at the ceiling and just think about life. And that sounds kind of condescending, kind of sounds depressing, but like it's actually really fun for me. And it's something I've definitely have done with my friends several times. I miss them days for sure. But doing these things can help you stay in tune with yourself. By doing something you love, it can help you reconnect with yourself and improve your overall well-being. Self-care isn't a luxury. It isn't a Louis Vuitton bag or a Gucci belt. Self-care is like having bread for a sandwich. Self-care is necessary, especially during the tough times. One way to building happiness during the darkest days is through gratitude. It may seem challenging to find things to be grateful for when you're struggling, but shifting your focus to positive aspects in your life can and will have a profound impact on your mental state and your mental well-being. Start a gratitude journal. Start to jot down a few things that you're thankful for each day. One of the things that I'm thankful for each day is just the ability to keep persevering. I... Being so young and having mortality thrown in your face all the time because of the accident and because of the surgeries I've been through and like the trauma and, and suicide attempts and just so much and so forth. When I wake up in the morning, though, I kind of start like my first 60 seconds of life in the morning. I'm really depressed. I'm really sad. And I always start the day of saying that I'm thankful. I say uh, I'm I'm religious. Um, I don't have to prove my my religious um, 
identity to anyone, but this is how I start my day. So I'm sorry if this, um, you may not like this or anything, but I always tell God, hey, I I thank you for giving me life today. I thank you for giving me another another day to be different and to be better than I was yesterday. And by doing that, I'm becoming a better person than I was yesterday. I'm becoming a better person than I was last year. And though that I may not always see the growth and see the effort, me getting up today is enough. It can be enough if I wanted it to be enough. If I wanted to just lay there all day, if I got up to just at least go eat one meal, that's enough. And I know that may sound lazy, but like we have to understand that like we are valuable even if we can't provide value to others. Because there's periods in our lives where we may not be able to provide, where we might not be able to be employed, where we might not be able to be the greatest person because of just, there's a lot of things that happens. I mean, look at the world today. There's so much going on. So we can't always bully ourselves, especially us men, can't always bully ourselves for just being in a hard predicament. Now, if it's our fault for being in a hard predicament, then there's accountability to that, but there's still some grace that comes with that accountability. So if you're having a depressed day, if you're de if you're having a hard day, if you're grieving, or you're just not feeling it today, it's okay to do something really small. To go from maybe a big goal is such as I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go to work today. I guess that's a goal. And some people can opt out of going to work. Some people can call off. And sometimes you might need to. You might need to take a mental health day. So now since you've been called off, now let's work on small goals. One of the small goals you can it can be is just, okay, I'm just gonna go brush my hair. I'm gonna go shower. I'm gonna go sit in the shower for a while and just maybe cry, which can be healthy. Um, I think all crying is really healthy, honestly. It just tears are kind of can be messy and kind of ugly, but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, saddening process that can bring so much hope after you're done crying. You can even be, well, I'm gonna watch some of my favorite shows. I've been so caught up in life, I haven't been able to spend time caught up in me. So self-love is selfless and being able to create those moments for yourself can help you when you, in another bad state, you can look back and be like, okay, you know, this happened last time I was like this and I didn't know what to do, but now I know what to do and I can help myself. Maybe I don't need to call up, but maybe I might be a little late. Maybe I'll go get a little coffee or a tea. Maybe I'll take a different way to work or maybe I'll do something different because I remember that I appreciated that. So let me go appreciate that one more time. Those 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 moments of gratitude or even just looking in the mirror and just telling yourself that you are doing the best that you can with all that you got. Like that can mean a lot to you over time because the whole saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never, uh, words may never hurt me. That, that saying's bullshit. Especially like if you say bad stuff to yourself, like you mean that. So being able to stand in front of the mirror or take a selfie of yourself and just be like, you know what? I'm having a hard time today. 
and I'm giving myself grace, that's a moment of gratitude because you're acknowledging that you're human. And that's something that society has taught us is not to be human. And it can be even as like having a warm cup of tea or thinking about a loving friend or a loving family member or even looking at an old photo of a beautiful sunset or even going to see a beautiful sunset. By developing this practice over time of having moments of gratitude and giving yourself gratitude on a daily basis or even just strengthening your moments of gratitude on the days where you're um, on the days where you're really going through it can help you shift your perspective and kind of bring more humbleness, bring more joy into your life and can even help you have um, have a smile on your darkest days, a genuine smile. It's also important to surround yourself with positive influences. During difficult times, negative energy can easily take over you. But connecting with people who can uplift and support you can make the world a difference. It can make tomorrow worth fighting for. Reaching out to friends, family, members, or even those who you trust, who genuinely care about your well-being, don't, don't hesitate to reach out to them when you need them for help. If they could be there for you in your glory and be there for you when you're at your weakest point, that's someone who loves you and who cares for you unconditionally. I don't believe in the saying, blood is thicker than water. I believe love is thicker than water. So if you have love, your love is thicker than water, and, and I have that same love for you back that's thicker than water. Now that's the bond that I care about. Remember that building happiness doesn't mean avoiding your emotions or pretending that everything is perfect. Embrace the vulnerability. And seek professional help if you need it. There are many resources. Um, I've been seeing the community say I need to be a life coach because a lot of the, um, there, it's been almost two years of content that's on both of my social media pages and um, it's really have helped people. And it gives me purpose. Like, honestly, you all give me so much hope and life and happiness. Being able to use the tears that I cry and to grow roses for you all just, it means more than you realize. Next week I turn 24 and I've been told for years that I shouldn't be alive and I shouldn't be here and I wasn't gonna make it to be 18. And, I was a burden and I wasn't worth anything and that I'm ugly and that I will never find love and I'll never this and never that. And I remember when I got to my 18th birthday, finally, and I was at a good mental state, but I remember crying and being like, am I supposed to be here? And at the time I was doing photography and I had just got flown out to LA by Adobe um, during the Adobe Max. And I got to meet like the top people of Adobe because they heard my story and they saw how I used Photoshop to help create conversations that we're not having enough of regarding ableism, racism, discrimination, mental health, suicide, and so much more. Um, it began to show me that this is where my purpose is. 
is using vulnerability to be alive. Being vulnerable is my strength rather than a weakness. Goes back to what I was saying earlier is that goes back to saying earlier about sharing your emotions and allowing you to develop to 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 sit and to be in those emotions is a sign of strength and a sign of courage and an act of courage rather than a sign of weakness. Now, if your vulnerability isn't respected, now if your emotions aren't respected, then that's not the right crowd for you. But there's seven billion people out there. So 10 people not liking you, there's there's definitely going to be other people out there who actually enjoy your presence and enjoy your honesty, enjoy your transparency, and enjoy your vulnerability. Speaking to a therapist or a counselor can help provide valuable insight and coping strategies to help you navigate through the darkest days. And I can definitely say that I've been in counseling several times and just having them as a vessel to help me better reframe my mental state because I grew up in a household where no one talked about mental health. I didn't learn about the term mental health or about anxiety, depression, and PTSD and about suicide and about bipolar depression or any of these types of things or insomnia or night terrors until Hey everyone, I just wanted to take this quick pause to tell you guys about AdmireWare and its journey. AdmireWare is a love-based lifestyle brand and community that focuses on mental health awareness and suicide prevention. It's a place where you can feel safe. The founder, which is me, Joshua Dixon, I built this brand after my second suicide attempt. I wanted to show people how to love and how to admire themselves. I want to create something to create products for people, something that can hug them on days where they don't love themselves, on days where they may not have hope. And chapter part of their stories or part of their chapters where they feel like they don't belong in this world. Because I know that all too well. I know what it's like to live each and every day in misery and to feel like you're just existing in this world, but not even being alive. I want to help people not feel alone anymore. I want to help save lives and end the stigma regarding mental health. I want to be able to create conversations that we're not having enough of. And here at Admire Where I fight for that change each and every day through the different ways that we, that I impact this world. Not only by creating this podcast, but also the thousands of products that I've shipped worldwide to Admire Response to people like me and you who are also struggling or supporting someone who is struggling. We all can learn from each other and we can't live without each other. We need that community support and belongingness. We need you here. And if you want to learn more about Admirer's journey and my story, then you can go to admirer.com or the links in the description to learn more about us and shop our products and our t-shirts that not only give back to your journey to provide such a meaningful impact to your life to let you know that your story is far from over but it all i also donate 15 percent of all of my proceeds to mental health charities to help them help save lives like mine and yours and let's get back to it college really and kind of sort of when I had my first suicide attempt at 16 
I learned a lot of these terms and that there was meaning to what I was going through. I no longer felt alone. And it is like these definitions came with solutions. They came with help, help that was hopeful and that it helped me have a, 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 a technique that I can use to heal like meditation or deep breathing or focusing on four things I see, three things I smell, two things I taste, and one thing that I can touch. All these different things to really help me be in tune with myself. And I thank counseling and I thank seeing a therapist for that to help them be a life coach for me. And reading books about mental health and reading books about the conditions that I undergo have helped a lot too. And even you listening to this podcast is helping you, helping you provide, like have valuable insight to help you on those darkest days, even with the admire wear clothing, with the videos, all of that is a tool and a vehicle for you to use on your darkest days. That it add to your journey, not to take away from it. All I wanna do is see you grow. All I wanna do is see you be the best, the best you that you can be for you in a way that you see it for yourself. Another powerful tool for finding happiness is engaging in act, in activities that give you a sense of purpose. Whether it's volunteering for a cause that you're passionate about or pursuing a creative outlet like drawing, photography, um, cooking. <laughs> My mom loves cleaning when she's um when she's sad. Um, sometimes I, I like to go on long drives and those really help me too. These kind of act, meaningful activities can help you feel connected, help you feel fulfilled, help your glass overflow rather than being empty and shallow because you're not shallow. You're a person full of volume, full of depth, full of happiness, joy, love, and so much more. You are human. And a lot can happen in someone's life that can take a lot of that away. And we're all broken. Come on now. We've all are broken in our own way. Don't compare your life to mine. I'm not going to compare mine to yours. But you know what pain feels like. I know what pain feels like. And look at you. You've gotten through it. You've gotten through 100% of your bad days. So on those bad days when it feels nearly impossible to find happiness, Practice patience and self-compassion. Know that like healing takes time and that it's okay to take small steps forward. You're not alone in this journey. Knowing that I wasn't alone in the pain and I wasn't alone in my PTSD and that there is something out there for it, that there's solutions. All I have to do is just know and be aware. Once I gained awareness to what's the root cause to how I'm feeling like, okay, cool. I can work on these things. I can separate these things. I can tackle them. I can be challenged by them. I love challenges. I love challenges. Not everybody does, but I enjoy them. But know that you're not alone in this journey. And us admirers in this admirer community, we're here for you. We support and love you in each and every step of the way. And know that relapse is a part of the healing process too. If you're recovering from an addiction or you're recovering 
perceived toxic character um, trait or a toxic behavior that's negatively impacting your life, it takes time to to adapt and to change. And it takes you to want to do that. No one can force you to change because you're not going to do it genuinely. But when you're ready, it's going to happen. And it takes that time. It takes effort. It takes putting in the long working hours and understanding that there will be setbacks and there will be steps forward. Embracing hope and resilience. Hope is a beacon that guides us through the darkest storms. Cultivate hope knowing that even through the roughest times, there is a chance for healing and happiness. Hold on to the belief that there are better days ahead. There are good seasons and there are bad seasons and maybe even bad years or maybe even a bad decade. But it doesn't stop there from being a sunny day tomorrow in your mind. Not in real life because some people have sunny days all the time. But that doesn't mean anything to them. But in your mind and in your heart, you will have one. But during those tears and those storms, there's, there's purpose in those tears. There's meaning in those tears. Sadly, but there's meaning and there's purpose in those tears. Know that it's not over. Your story is not over. Remember that you are stronger and more resilient than you realize. Draw strength from your past, from those triumphs, from you defying the odds, and let them be reminders that you have power to overcome any adversity that stands in your way. I know this episode is short this time. Uh, someone dared me to see if I could make an episode on 30 minutes. But um, before we conclude from today's episode, I want to leave you with a thought. Building happiness and healing during the darkest days is not a linear journey. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes gentle perseverance. Embrace the process. And remember that the darkest days can eventually to some of the most profound growth and resilience. I hope this episode has inspired you to find moments of happiness even during life's darkest days. If you've enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review. Until next time, take care. Remember that healing, hope, and recovery is possible. Love you. Bye until next time. And happy early birthday to me. I'm going to listen to this again in the future. I'm going to listen to this while I'm editing, but I love to leave notes for myself so that older me can look back and be proud of past me and how he got through, how he got through some of the darkest days that I'm still not always honest about. And the reason why I'm not always honest about my darkest days, and I think some of you have caught me, when you watch my videos, some people have said that, like, I saw the pain in your face, and I saw the joy that you also have. You're someone who's been through a lot, and you feel it a lot. You feel it all the time. But yet, you, you carry on, and that gives me motivation to carry on. Even looking back and reading those comments or even looking at old photos or thinking about 
journals that I've written or suicidal letters that I wrote and I wrote years ago and poems that I wrote years ago. I'm just like, man, I admire not giving up. And though sometimes I felt like I, I, I wanted to or should, but I love having you all here. And sometimes when I'm not honest about my bad days, it's because I'm not honest. It's not that I'm not honest to you. It's not it's that I'm not honest to myself. Um, I think that when we ask people, like, for instance, I love analogies. I hope you guys notice this is, um, say, for instance, if I asked you, what's your deepest, darkest secret? You're hesitant now, right? Like, you're really hesitant now, right? But think about this, is that, like, you might not even know the answer to that because you haven't told yourself what's your deepest, darkest secret. And I've seen people get upset at, a, at their significant other or their partner, and they're like, well, what you're hiding? Why are you not telling me? Or... Like, was it what happened? Like, why, why, why are you, why are you being all, all clammed up now? And it's because there's a lot. It takes so much effort, time, energy, emotional energy, emotional capacity, and compassion to open a door in your heart and to be honest with yourself to let something that you've suppressed for years and months, maybe even decades, to reveal itself so that you can deal with it head on, so you can sit across and have a cup of tea with it. I can't tell you something I don't know, but I can tell you this, is that maybe if, I, if when I get there, when I'm health, when I feel comfortable to talk about it because I've had a comfortable conversation with myself to talk about it, I'll make sure I let you know first if you respect me. And I think it's, it's, people should respect that. And uh, I've been caught off guard in the past of people asking me questions and I've just been like, oh, oh, I'm uncomfortable here. And I, I think there's, there's questions that's always going to make someone uncomfortable, but when it comes to something deep in terms of like someone asking about trauma, which is a very popular question, um, I'm not, the way I live life now is I'm not going to share anything that I haven't talked to myself about. I have to talk to myself first before I, cr I cross the boundaries with myself in order to provide you with information that you may not even value, that you may not even treat with respect, that you may actually use against me. So I have to talk to myself or I have to check in with myself and make sure that like I talked about it with me and I feel at least decent enough, comfortable enough to talk about it with someone else. So know that that's that's how I like live life. And I think a lot of I think that can help a lot of people out there is to know that like if you don't feel comfortable talking about something, just per, just say that. Just say I'm not comfortable right now. I haven't had that conversation with myself. That hurts, like, like that, that's, that question is a little too harsh for me right now. But if you're willing to wait around and you're willing to support me, if when I'm ready, I'll, I'll let you know. And I hope you be there for it, because I may need you.
I may need your support. And that is the end to building happiness during the darkest day. Bye. Till next time. Love you.